Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, July 8th. I'm Michelle Blackwell. A historic transfer of property from the state of California to Native Americans is moving through the legislative branches in Sacramento with very little opposition. The 172-acre property, which is situated along the coast south of Westport, has been in the hands of Caltrans for decades. If SB 231 passes the assembly and Governor Newsom signs it, Caltrans will work with a consortium of local tribes to release the property to them as a nature preserve. The initial consortium includes the Sherwood Valley Band of Pomo Indians, Round Valley Tribes, and the Coyote Valley Tribe, but could grow to incorporate others. The chair of the Sherwood Valley Band of Pomo Indians, Melanie Raffinen, is with us today. Chair Raffinen, how long have the tribes been working on this land transfer? Well, we've been working and talking about the protection and preservation of that parcel and acreage of property since 2011. In 2017, Sherwood, Round Valley, and Coyote Valley started talking about land transfer then. Why was legislation required? It's technically not required. The main three tribes felt like we weren't being taken seriously, so we moved forward with the thought of changing the law for future projects. How did the local tribes come together in this effort? We all have ancestral ties in our descendants of the area and are wanting to preserve and protect the property. Just that simple. Did the tribes involved use this land historically? Yes, we did. Uh, the descendants used to live off the land itself. The land was used to gather food, medicine, and to hunt and fish to provide for the families that live there. What are you planning on using it for, assuming SB 231 goes through? The first thing that we want to do is preserve and protect the property and the cultural resources that's actually present there. Then the Sherwood tribe would like to use it for cultural education and tribal gatherings with the community and gathering for our traditional needs. Is this the first transfer of its kind in California? Yes, the law in the Caltrans that they have to follow states that can only be transferred to public nonprofit entities. And even though tribes are nonprofit entities, we're not considered an agency that it can be transferred to, thus the legislation. Well, the plan passed in the Senate without opposition and is expected to pass the Assembly. It has caused consternation in Westport. The town is divided because the 172 acres includes Blues Beach. Blues Beach is a mostly unsupervised property that locals use for activities not allowed on state-managed beaches, like driving on the sand, fireworks, and overnight camping. Caltrans allows driving on the beach, but Mendocino County has an ordinance against it. The residents in Westport seem to be split on the transfer, mostly due to Blues Beach. There are petitions both for and against SB 231 circulating in town. Some support the tribes being in charge. Others prefer to keep things in Caltrans' hands. How will the tribes manage Blues Beach, assuming SB 231 is passed? Well, we've, first of all, we've answered the questions from Westport community members that the tribes explained that there would be no development and that they were going to put everything in writing stating that and they're not, we're not changing the access to Blues Beach except maybe not being able to use it past sundown. Overnight camping is currently illegal, and there are no sanitation facilities at the beach. Caltrans depends on the California Highway Patrol 
to enforce it. According to the CHP, they respond an average of eight times per year to illegal camping and other complaints at Blues Beach. There are also documented instances of vehicles being pulled out to sea and fires caused by illegal fireworks. Has the tribe done any outreach in Westport to ease concerns? Well, we had a meeting with, with the MAC group that they have, and we explained exactly what we were looking for and what we plan to do with it. There were a couple of them on the board who were dissatisfied with the answers, feeling that we didn't really answer their questions. But actually, Senator McGuire was the one who answered all the questions that they were asking. One of them was, what's going to happen with the managing of it? How are we going to ensure that everything would stay the same, that we wouldn't be charging anybody to go in and out of there? And we can't. There's no way to monitor it like that. Will you include the residents in Westport in the process while you are planning the nature preserve? Uh, yeah, we actually have to. <laughs> we would probably include, you know, the surrounding community as well, not just Westport. Is that something that is required as part of the legislation or is it something the tribes have decided on? We haven't really discussed it as a group, but I feel it's necessary because they're the ones who live there and they're the ones who know what goes on there. Once the bill passes, how long do you think it will take to set up the nonprofit and develop a conservancy plan? To set up the nonprofit, I was told it was going to take six months to a year. The conservancy plan, I think it's a beginning in the, in the articles itself that we've come up with. So the articles will include the conservation plan? I think the start of it is included in there. Like the, there's be no access from sundown to sunup. So what is the status of SB 231 now? Well, it just yesterday passed the Assembly Transportation Committee. So it still has to go from transportation to the whole body? Uh, Appropriations Committee first. SB 231 was introduced by State Senator Mike McGuire and co-sponsored by Assemblymember Jim Wood. It includes provisions that prevent development, guarantee free public access, and allows for ceremonial uses. For KZYX, this is Michelle Blackwell reporting from the Mendocino Coast. For all of our local news with photos and more, visit KZYX.com.